0: Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, our host, Martin. Got an exciting announcement to make. Well, I may have made it before on the last one. I can't remember, um, so you'll have to bear with me if so. But it's worth hearing twice that we've got some upcoming podcasts with myself and Ryan. Um, you're going to be debating some key issues within sports trading. I uh, just thought it'd be really good to get kind of two people on the podcast and just kind of vibe off each other a bit. Um and yeah, I mean, you know, there will be there will be times where we disagree on things or we have different approaches. So I just thought it'd be interesting for people to see. You know, you don't always just want to hear one side of the argument as such, do you? And uh, they to become a more rounded trader. It's really good to listen to more than one person. So um yeah, me and Ryan are gonna do some stuff. I thought, why not? You know, two of the two of the most well known traders on Betfair. Um, kind of duking it out a bit, uh, or mainly just talking together, really. But yeah, I think that's hopefully going to benefit you guys. So if you're excited for that, let us know. Um, Because if so, and if that goes well, it's obviously something we'll look to do more of. Um, Anyway, let's get back to, you know, relevant talking about BetfairTradingCommunity.com. So today I'm going to talk particularly about game theory. Uh, And I'm going to talk about advanced trading theory. Now, I know we have a real variety of traders, you know, who who are part of our service or a part of our membership plan. Um, And so we kind of try and cater to all of you. Um, And today's topic is going to be kind of more aimed at the more advanced traders. Um, But it's definitely something that beginners, it's still worth listening to. It's still something you can learn from. Um, But I do really want to get into some of the nitty gritty of game theory, because game theory, if you don't know, is is a very popular um, kind of strategy to approach games. Um, So hence the name game theory. And in a lot of respects, sports trading is a game. Um, So John Nash was a guy who came up with game theory. Um, I'm just going to explain it really, really simply here. Um, And he basically came up with this decision-making theory uh, that says that a player can achieve a desired outcome by not deviating from their initial strategy. Okay. Now, how often do we talk about that on betfairtradingcommunity.com? In the Nash equilibrium, each player's strategy is optimal when considering the decisions they have to make. So, what you need to think about here and kind of what game theory really is, it's it's just kind of a set of, I don't know if objectives is the right word, but kind of almost a set of rules, I guess, that determine what you should do at a certain time and what the likely outcome will be. Um, and sometimes it will just be like, what will the majority outcome be, especially when you're talking about something like sports trading where we can't control everything that happens, you know, on the pitch or in a horse race or in a cricket match, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, But what I really like about game theory, and one of the reasons it, it really interests me and it's something I've looked into a lot, is that I like the idea that in certain situations there's certain things we should be doing. I like the idea that actually there's certain situations where you go, okay, this makes a lot of sense. And this is the optimal way to do it. This is the right way to do it. Because I think Betfair trading can be such a complex thing that we can can make it almost too complex for ourselves. We can outthink ourselves a lot of the time. What I like with game theory is that it tells you, no, this is what you should do in this situation. And there's no questioning it. There's no two ways about it. So one of the reasons I got into game theory was that when I first really heard about it, it was, it was connected to poker. Um, So poker, there's a lot of talk about game theory and poker. And if you follow any of the top players, undoubtedly they would have talked a lot about it. And one of the reasons it's very easy to apply to poker is obviously poker is a game. You're playing other people, but you have, you know, you have the same set of cards every time, Right you can you can know exactly what's likely to happen in most situations based on the fact that you've got these 52 cards players are playing each other making certain bets at certain times and there's no other real variables right so the variables are minimal so it's very easy to apply strategies and theory to poker where you go okay i get dealt aces in this position um this is what i will do next i will raise or i will check you know 80 of the time i might raise 20 of the time i might check so there's kind of a, a lot of things about game theory that are easy to apply to poker but i'm not going to get into that today because that's not what you guys are interested in Uh, well you might be but but what we're here for is you know how do we apply game theory to betfair trading um you know and obviously us guys at betfairtradingcommunity.com a lot of our more experienced traders you know the ones who make good profit they will already be using uh game theory in a sense and And because remember, a lot of what game theory is, is by having a set strategy that works and not deviating away from it. You know, there's nothing more frustrating than when someone says to me, oh, Martin, I knew that was a good trade, but I didn't trade it. I say, why? Well, I don't know. I just didn't. I wasn't wasn't too sure. I wasn't quite feeling it. You know, and then you think, well, If it's a good trade, if if all the indicators are telling you it's a good trade and it's a value trade, then if you're any good at trading, you have to take that opportunity 100% of the time. Game theory will tell you that if you're in a plus EV situation, which basically means if you're in a value situation, wherever you, if you made this bet, you know, 10,000 times, You'd make a good profit, you know, because the law of averages would basically eliminate the luck element of the result and your skill and your edge would lead to a profit over time. If you're in that plus EV situation, then actually you should be taking that taking that trade 100% of the time. Um, and And there are clear examples, you know. I'm going to talk a bit about one today. Um, There was a trade I mentioned on the forum last week um, that may or may not come to pass. You know, the the thing is with with something like game theory, it's not suggesting you're going to win every trade, you know. And so many people kind of get lost on that, that concept and idea. But there's nothing that suggests you're going to win every trade. What it's saying is if you're trading from a value position over time you know eventually you're going to make profit and you will profit over the long run so the trade specifically i'm talking about is norwich city to be relegated from the premier league this year and um, it's 2021 if you're listening to this in the future i've got a feeling people are going to be listening to this podcast for a few years actually because it's just going to always be relevant um but anyway 1.82 odds. Now Norwich, I think they're 1.84 actually. Now, and what, Norwich have played two games. They've lost three 0 at home to Liverpool. Now, there's no disgrace in that, but they look lifeless. I mean, if you watched the game, it really was terrible. You know, the, there there seems to be no bite in the midfield or the attack for Norwich. And funnily enough, even though they've they've had a heavy defeat, the defence wasn't really the biggest problem for me. The biggest problem is. I can't see where all the goals are going to come from. And you need to score a fair few goals to survive. I mean, there's there's this myth, really, about Burnley that they just don't really play football and all they do is grind out nil-nils and one-nils. But actually, if you look, they do score, you know, a decent enough amount of goals to survive. You can't survive if you don't score goals. You can't win football matches if you don't score goals. That's just a fact. So you've got a situation where Norwich are lifeless. They then play Man City, They lose 5-0, and to be honest, they were lucky it was only 5, right? There's no fight. You you kind of almost think when a team comes up from the championship, they're going to have a spark, right? If they're going to do well, they're going to start well, okay? Because they've got all that momentum. The teams they're playing probably don't have a ton of momentum. You know, Liverpool didn't have a ton of momentum. Now, I'm not saying they should have beaten either of these teams. What I'm saying is these are not good results the fact they couldn't score right at all or and to be honest never really looked like scoring even at home no matter who you're playing if you're a premier league team and you don't look like you've got a chance hope in hell of scoring at home that is a massive concern um so anyway obviously i'm from norwich so i know norwich really well um we don't we don't tend to spend money we don't really invest to try and give our manager the chance to survive um you know we really don't and also most of the time we get relegated right we're a bit of a yo-yo club we get relegated win the league get relegated win the league gambler actually told me about many moons ago um he said always try and apply your own odds to a market before you check the market so if you're thinking about it from a game theory perspective, what odds would you give a specific event happening? And then check the odds. So in this situation, I would put Norwich at around a 1.44 shot to be relegated. Okay, I think that would be fair odds in this situation. I think if we stay up, it's a surprise. I think people will be surprised if Norwich that. I'll be surprised. You know, history suggests we're going to get relegated. The way we're playing suggests we're going to get relegated. The investment in the squad suggests we're going to get relegated. So you might think, well, Martin, why 1.44? Why not lower? Well, the thing is, obviously, you have to make allowances for certain things. Like, you know, maybe Norwich do hit a purple patch suddenly when they play the worst teams in the league. Um. You know, maybe some miracle happens where there are three worst teams in the league. But just thinking about it purely from a game theory perspective, the odds I'm happy to go with are 1.44, okay? If I was a bookie, they'd be the odds I would lay at. So then I go to Betfair, and the odds of being relegated at 1.84. That's value. You know, from, from all the theory we've looked at, and looking at specific game theory, I think 1.84 is value. You know, think about it this way. You know, do let's say let's say Norwich get promoted here, and, and they generally go down. Do teams who've kind of had that yo-yo record do they fare well in general? Do they stay up most of the time? Because remember, if you if you've got a, a bet at 1.84 it's not that far off evens where the market's going you know there's only around a 50 55 percent chance of norwich getting relegated according to the market and when you think about it like that it's like that's 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 a good price you know and i i'd be interested in other people's take because i i think it would be a difficult thing to argue against at the moment and like i say of course anything could happen but that's not how game theory works game theory doesn't go well yeah but what about luck what about you know something just happening randomly etc cetera, etc cetera. game theory goes is there value in this situation and if so we must take it and that's why i think a trade like that has to be taken regardless of whether it wins or loses now if you can apply that kind of plan to your trading if you can apply that kind of analysis and evidence for a trade then it's really hard to argue against taking the trade and like i say with game theory game theory will tell you in those situations you should take the trade every single time okay this is why testing is so important to us this is why looking at strategies finding the markets you're good at they matter a lot because when you do, you can start applying this theory time and time again. So let's look at it from perspective of why is it the the pro traders win all the time, right? Look at someone like Richard Futter, my dad, who, you know, one of the godfathers of Betfair trading really. Why was he able to and still able to make a living from Betfair consistently for years? And years and years, he's actually the, the person I know who's been a pro trader for the longest. Um, you know, and it's it is quite incredible. Um, and you know, especially in the early days, against the odds, when people didn't really know much about Betfair trading, and in a lot of respects, you were kind of peeing in the wind a bit. And now, obviously, we've got all this analysis, learning, all our BetfairTradingCommunity.com software, which is helping people trade. And make money, which obviously we're really proud of. And you know, like I say, me and Ryan didn't really have anything to do with that. That like we we gave some ideas of what we wanted, but Adam was the programmer for all that. So, um, if you're doing well from that, you know, give him a pat on the back from time to time because he's not always he's not always revered enough. Uh, because obviously, me and Ryan are kind of the face of the company, but Adam is just doing incredible incredible work behind the scenes, you know, developing horse racing software as we speak. Um, But, yeah, we've obviously got this software that's helping people, you know, create their strategies and finding the trades where they go, okay, game theory suggests this is a good trade. Therefore, I should take this trade 100% of the time, you know. And I think that's so important because, like I said, there's so many people that turn around to me and say, I had a really good trade, but I just didn't trade it or I got a little bit worried. And it's like the nice thing with game theory is it actually takes emotion out of it. So if you are one of those people that struggles with emotion, you should try and apply game theory to your trading. It's, It's certainly something I do because I struggled so much with my emotion when I first started trading, you know, to the point I didn't think I'd ever be a successful trader. Um, but, you know, look how the table's turned for me, and it's it's certainly not impossible for it to turn for you if that's something you struggle with. But, but But what I really like, I mean, think about people who are doing automation now and who are using bots. That is essentially game theory in a nutshell. They've got a system, they've got an advantage, they've got an edge, they know where the value is, and they're just pushing that value time and time again, even when they can't be present at their computer they're still pushing that value time and time again. And it's working for them. You know, we see people who've had a lot of success, um, you know, on the forum, people like John, etc. Um, If you're a member, obviously you'll know who they are, but if not, I apologize. Um, but then again, I don't apologize because you should be a member or you should at least be considering it because uh, there's some great stuff going on at BetfairTradingCommunity.com. A lot of it I'm not even involved in, so I'm not blowing my own trumpet here whatsoever. Um I'm just being real. And uh if you look at some of the forum threads and you speak to some of the people, they're telling you themselves, you know, how well they're doing and how the software helps them. And that's the whole point, really. The whole point of our software at BetfairTrading is is to help you trade. I mean I mean even just from a perspective of it saved me so many hours when i used to do research where now all i need to do is click on my filter each morning and it brings up my selections and i, I just can't explain how beautiful that process is <laughs> you know when i used to spend hours going through games to find the exact same games now i literally get them at a click of a button so thank you adam you know let's take let's take a moment here to thank adam for what he's doing but a lot of these filters and strategies that people create, they then have a set list of trades. And like we've talked about with game theory, bring it back around to what we were talking about. The key is one of the keys, it's interesting, isn't it? Because with game theory, I kind of always think about what you're supposed to do in certain situations, etc. But I like the fact that even in the in this basic explanation I've given you, it's talking about don't deviate from your initial strategy. And how often have you got into a trade? You know, and I know we've all done it. How often have you got into a trade, not done what you were going to do, and ended up regretting it later? I'd be be surprised if there was a trader out there who had not made that error at some point. Um, And I know that a lot of people will still be making that error. So to those people, I'll say, you know, think about the theory of decision-making because that's essentially what this is. Why would you deviate from your initial strategy if it's a winning strategy, if you've been doing well from it? Um, you know, and, and sometimes I think it happens when people go on a bad run. People have a bad run of result. It's funny because, you know, people, people test something for ages. They see it as profitable. It has a bad run and suddenly they've, they've stopped trading it. And I'm like, why? That's variance. That's what happens. You know, when when luck is involved in anything, and, you know, we know that as, as good traders, and I'm specifically talking to the advanced traders here who are making money, we know, don't we, that over time, skill outweighs luck massively with trading. And there's a reason the same guys are the ones who are making the money all the time. There's a reason that we've had guys on our site working with us for, I mean, you know, John and Keith, early adopters like that, been here for sort of six, seven years now. And, and we see the continued success of these people and it's incredible that there's a reason it happens. It's not just random chance. It's the fact that skill does take over in the long run. And that's why it's so important to be making the optimal decisions when you're trading. And the optimal decision, I think people get kind of they get thrown by that idea because they get so obsessed with I have to get the exact price. Optimal decision making and trading isn't about getting out at the, at the exact right second of a trade or making the perfect trade. The optimal decision often is simply this sticking to your strategy. When you've got an edge, when there's a value position in front of you taking it and not wavering because you've had a bad run or, or something bad has happened, really making sure you stick with it um, and stick with it through the tough times. Because the problem is, if you don't, what will happen is, let's think about it, right? So let's look at variance. Now, let's say you've got a good run and you then start trading it sort of half let's say sort of halfway through the good run well the likelihood is you're going to have a bad run eventually and probably fairly soon because you're you've just started trading it during a good run right now the reality is that will often happen it will then be followed by a bit of a bad one so let's say you start trading midway through a good run you're enjoying your trading blah 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 you hit a downswing you hit a downswing, you follow it for a bit, then you go, oh, I don't like this downswing. I'm going to stop trading this strategy now until it gets better. Now, the problem with that is, in terms of variance, that's the wrong thing to do because what's likely to happen is that your strategy will start improving again at some point. But because you're monitoring it, you'll miss the improvement. And then by sod's law, When you get back on the strategy again, you'll probably have another downturn, (laughs) okay? So, and the reality of statistics is that, you know, you could get a situation where it just goes down and goes up continually, just bit by bit. That's how it really does. You know, you just need to make sure that the kind of the good times are better than the bad times, because if the bad times outweigh the good times, you're not making profit. And let's not forget, that's why we're here. That That's essentially the only reason we're here, right? It's to make money. If I didn't make money on Betfair Trading, I wouldn't be doing it, right? So once you've got to a situation where you've learned the game, you've tested it, you've found an edge, you've found a strategy, um, if you're still not doing well at trading, that's when you have to go I'm not sure this is for me. But you know, fortunately that's never happened to me. Um, but I think a lot of it is to do with kind of this almost automated style of trading, even if you're not using automation. You know, I mean Ryan's probably one of the biggest advocates for just sticking to a trading plan. And it's amazing. I love watching it because it is so much like watching a pro poker player. You know, I've watched I watched this guy, Daniel Nagrano. Uh you might not know him if you're not into poker, but he's a really famous poker player. Um just quite an interesting guy to watch. He's a, he's a bit of a character and uh and just seems like a decent bloke. But what I noticed is is the very similarities between him and Ryan in their fields. You know, you've got experts in your field. One's an expert sports trader, one's an expert poker player. And what I watch when they're talking things through, just even talking with me, when Ryan's talking with me about specific trades he's making, you know, if we're on chatting at that time or whatever while he's trading or while we're trading. It's really interesting because he'll be like, right, I'm getting out now. And you know, he might have to take a loss because the trade hasn't gone his way. Whereas I'm always kind of sitting there thinking, Oh man, how did you take that loss at that point? I would have been tempted just to stick in. He's like, no nope, that's my plan. I understand it. You know, it's kind of like that thing of of remember from that poem treat those two imposters the same right triumph and disaster that's what the good guys do that's what the good traders do that's what the good poker players do you know daniel negrano loses a hand at poker he's very good at brushing it off he might be annoyed for one or two seconds and he goes up oh, that's part of the game well that's how it is with trading you know not enough people people understand or kind of respect that but that's the truth you know um, you will have you will have bad days. You will have bad trades. You will have bad luck, right? But like I say, the reason the good traders keep winning, and the reason the bad traders don't, is that they don't change their, their situations just based on a bad run. And they make they make sure they're making the optimal decisions. And one of the big optimal decision is not deviating from your initial strategy. And it's funny that that John Nash wrote about this. I think it was 50s. I mean, sorry if I'm wrong on this, by the way. But So you're looking at nearly 70 years ago, and yet the principles can be applied perfectly to Betfair trading. Um, and, you know, like I say, how many of us have just made these bad decisions of the spur of the moment thing? And when I look at some of the best traders out there and the best poker players, they're incredibly disciplined. They're very good at sticking to their strategy. Um, and they rinse and repeat. You know, that again, that's the optimal thing, isn't it? The optimal thing. Keep pushing that edge. Keep pushing that value. It would be crazy in a lot of respects. If you understand that money is what makes the world go round, and I'm not a massive advocate of, of money in particular, but for trading, it's definitely what makes the trading world go round, right? It's why we're here. It would be madness not to keep pushing your edge it would be madness to stop trading. You know, sometimes people ask me, they might, you know, You've obviously you spend a lot of time on betfairtradingcommunity.com, you're training people, you're tutoring people, you're helping people, you know, why do you still trade? Um, well, firstly, I wouldn't be able to afford not to. Uh, I wouldn't be able to pay for my living. But, But more important than that, I've got an edge that I can push and make money from. Why would I not keep doing that? And that's something to think about because, you know, we do get people and they come on, they do well, and they're like, oh, I haven't really got time. It's like, find a way. You know, find a way. Find find some time. I've talked a lot about how you can find time as well, by the way. Some really good stuff there. Go back and find it and listen to it if you haven't already. Um, But not just that. You know, find a desire to Do it, find a desire to push that edge because I'll tell you what, unless you're very, very wealthy, you're going to be wanting to push that edge because the older you get, I found the more the bills go up, <laughs> you know, especially when you have a family. Um, it's funny because one of the reasons I moved up to the northwest was the cheaper cost of living, and now obviously my living costs are going up massively with my two kids. Um, a new house and mortgage, etc. So it's interesting, isn't it, that we can keep pushing game theory, and that's how the top players have made money over time. That's how the top traders have made money over time. So when you think about it from your perspective now, I want you to go, right, where can I apply game theory in my trading? What am I doing that isn't optimal that game theory suggests I need to stop doing? What am I doing that I could? improve on or what am I doing that's right that I could do more of always apply this stuff for yourself guys to yourself guys this is what it's here for anyway I really hope this has helped you today um I know this is a bit more advanced than the usual usual podcast but I really wanted to get into some of the nitty-gritty because I think you know sometimes we need to do that and I think beginners will still get a lot from this so until next time guys have a great week Keep winning.